Baruch uh, welcome everyone to the Agra de Perkashir, Monday morning, Parshas Boy. Please excuse my voice. Uh, Today is our regular Monday Shir. Tomorrow, I believe at 12 o'clock, will be a national Agra de Perkashir on the same uh, channels. You could pick it up on the Zoom. You could pick it up on the uh, phone line at, or on our website, RabbiDG.com. 12 tomorrow, special Shir on Parsha uh, Sefer Shemais. Uh, today I would like to examine a well-known Gemara Masech de Brachos and Afyadalat Amad Beis. The Gemara says, "Amar Ula Kol Hakorei Kriya Shema Beloit Tefillin Keilu Meir Edo Shaker Ba'atzmai." Anyone who recites Shema without wearing Tefillin, it's like testifying false testimony Ba'atzmai against himself. What does that mean, Ba'atzmai against himself? So some learn Ba'atzmai means God. Atzmai is, so to speak, a, a euphemism of, of God. It's like testifying falsely against himself. Kriya Shema, you're testifying to the oneness, the uniqueness, the unity of the Creator. And if you don't wear tefillin, it's like you're falsely testifying against Him with a capital H. Others learn, and the difficulty with this pshat is Atzmai usually means yourself doesn't usually refer to God. So others learn that Sonu says Shema without tefillin, it's like testifying falsely against yourself because you're saying, Ukshartam, Ukhsavtam, you should write the tefillin, you should wear the tefillin, and you're not wearing it. So it's like you're testifying against yourself. So these are the two classical interpretations of what Ula meant, Kalakore, Kriya Shema Beloit Tefillin, However, we would like to offer a new pshat, another understanding of what Chazal means. Now we know that there's a fundamental difference between the way the Tfilin Shal Yadar made and the way the Tfilin Shal Roish are made. The Tfilin Shal Yad are made out of one bias, you take one uh, piece of leather and you make one compartment as opposed to the Tefillin Shal Roish where you make four compartments. The Yishuch says in Simen Laman Beis, Yaseh Dalet Batim, you should make four houses. Me'ar Echad, L'Shal Roish, from one piece of hide for the Shal Roish, U'Bayis Echad L'Shal Yad, and one bias of the Shal Yad. Why? Why is that? Why? We know that the Tefillin Shal Roish has more Kedusha than the Tefillin Shal Yad. But why do we make the Tefillin Shal Roish with uh, four compartments? Because after all, what it says in the Tefillin Shal Roish is exactly the same as what it says in the Tefillin Shal Yad. There's not any different information. So why do we have four compartments in the Tefillin Shal Roish and one compartment in the Tefillin Shal Yad? So the Matei Moshe, the Talmud Muvak of the Maharshal, he writes that when we put on tefillin, one should be mechavein, that Hashem commanded us to put on the four parashiyos that have the unity of God's name and Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim on the arm opposite the heart, on the head opposite the mind. And then the Matei Moshe says on the fourth line, Inami, Al hazroya keneged chush hamisho shetala biyad. We put our tefillin on the arm corresponding to the sense of 
touch, which is dependent on the hand, and therefore the tefillin of the Yad only has one compartment, because it corresponds to the sense of touch, so we put tefillin on the head, the senses of the head, which are seeing, listening, smelling, tasting. We know we have five senses. Sight, smell, taste, touch, and hearing. Four of the five senses are in the head. One of them is in the arm. So says the Matei Moshe, Adavar Nifla'ad Ma'id. The Tefillin Shel Roish has four senses, the, has four batim, Keneged the four senses of the head. The Tefillin Shel Yad has one bias, Keneged the one bias, Keneged uh, the one sense of the hand. And that is, says the Matei Moshe, V'zeh Kedesh Yisoyrer Adam Chamisha Chushav. This is in order for a person to be aroused in his five senses. V'yizkar chaste kel yisparach. And remember the kindness of the Lord. In the Exodus, through the miracles He did for us. That testified to God's unity, that God is one in the world. And He has the ability in the upper worlds, in the lower worlds. And therefore, says the Matei Moshe, you should hang down the straps that they should be hanging before you that the right strap should reach at least the navel to hint that the influence of this lowly world, uh, that Hashem's influence reaches the lowest world, the Tibur Ha'ilam, as opposed to those who say that God's Hashkacha only reaches the moon and nothing lower. Okay, so the bottom line is that the reason why we have four batim of the Tefillin Shal Roish is connected the four senses that are connected to the head Sight, smell, taste, and hearing, as opposed to the Tzon Shalyad, which corresponds to the sense of touch. Well, since there's only one sense associated with the arm, therefore the Tzon Shalyad has one bias. From here we learn that one of the chief functions of Tzon is to subjugate one's senses to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In other words, it's not enough just to follow the direct dictates of the Torah, don't do this, don't say that, but even one's senses have to be subject and subservient to the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Meaning, we're not authorized to look at whatever pleases us. We're not authorized to listen to whatever we would like to. We're not authorized to touch whatever we feel like it. So all these senses have to be subjugated to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and by wearing the tefillin, it helps us, so to speak, uh, subjugate these senses to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This idea is offered by the Elia Rabbah as well. The Elia Rabbah in Simen Chafhei, by the way, Tefillin is in Simen Chafhei, the way you remember it is Yad Keha, Yad Keha, the weaker hand. The Elia Rabbah says, another reason for the uh, Tefillin of the arm, is Keneged, the sense of touch, Therefore, there's only one bias. And on the Roish, there are four batim, connected the four chushim, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, in order to arouse yourself with all your senses to thank and appreciate the kindness of Hashem. In fact, <clears throat> the Rosh, 
In other words, not only is this idea based in the words of the Achroinim, but this is found in the Rishonim as well, and that is the Rosh in his commentary to this week's parsha. He says, in the Tefillin Shal Rosh, there are four parshiyos, Keneged, the four senses, seeing, hearing, smelling, speaking. Now technically, speaking is not a sense. It refers to the sense of the mouth. But in the hand, there's only one bias, Keneged, the sense of touching, and therefore it's enough to have one bias. By the way, I once read in the biography of the Ben Eshchai that in Havdalah we make a bracha Borei Priyagofen Borei Minei Besamim Borei Ma'orei Ho'esh Baruch HaMavdil Ben Kodesh Lechayel Why is that the order of the brachas? Says the Holy Ben Eshchai it's ascending in terms of the location on the head. First Borei Priyagofen you taste with your mouth. You smell with your nose. You see with your eyes. You differentiate with the uh, with the uh, mind. Any good svardim on the shir? Yaakov, what's going on? Where'd you go? Okay, we'll, we'll get him when he comes back. Um, we're talking about besamim. The Arizal says to smell besamim after Kiddush Friday night or before Kiddush Friday night. So, anybody do that here? Um, so, I was uh, I was learning about that on, on Friday and uh, I tried adopting it, but it did not go over well by the boss in the house. So, I have to discuss it with some of the uh, Svardim. What, uh, this is what the Arizal says to be mashla me'abrachais and for other reasons to be uh, in the onset of Shabbos. But I believe Sfardim smell hadasim, specifically at the beginning of the Shabbat. Um, okay, let's move on. Now that we're learning that <clears throat> the purpose of tefillin is to subjugate the chushim, uh, the senses, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the words of the Rambam become more meaningful. The Rambam says, Kedushas Tefillin, Kedushasan Gedoylohi. The sanctity of Tefillin is very great. Shekozman, Shehat Tefillin Beroishai. So long as Tefillin are on your head, Shaladam, the Azroyai, and on your arm, Hu Anav, it makes a person humble, the Yerei Shamayim, and God-fearing. Be'enoi Nimshach V'schoik, you're not drawn after a levity, you don't have improper thoughts, evil thoughts. You're able to clear your thoughts for true and righteous ideas. Therefore a person should try to have tefillin on as much as possible. We know that in our very weak generation, because it's so hard for us to guard ourselves by Kedusha, Vitara, we only wear it for tefillah. But the Rambam says, so long as a person wears tefillin, it humbles a person. It makes a person more God-fearing. This works well with the notion that we say we have five batim total in the tefillin. Four on the head, connected the four senses of the head. One on the arm, connected the sense of the arm. And the objective of the tefillin is to subjugate, to make a person realize that we look at what we're authorized to. We listen to what we're authorized to. And all the senses are governed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
Well, the Gra takes this idea even further. Says the Heliga Gra. We know that the Gemara says in Brachas and Avav that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wears Tefillin. Because the Indian of Tefillin is to tie and to bind thought, contemplation. And we know there are five senses. Four of them are in the Mayach. And from the brain emanates the four senses. The fifth sense is touch, which is really in the whole body. So the Gras says, just like the brain is the central command station of the four senses, the heart is the central command station of the sense of touch. Which is interesting, because one would have thought the same way the four senses are controlled by the brain, touch is also. But there's an idea that since the heart is maybe the largest muscle in the body, it's, so to speak, the governor of touch. And therefore, we put tefillin on the head opposite the brain, four batim opposite the brain, because the brain controls the four senses, and one bias opposite the heart, because the heart controls touch. And then the Gra further subdivides the sense of touch. Says the Gra, there are four parts of touch. Action, maisa, with your hand, clapping, halicha, walking, shabaregal, shimush, relations, vehamishush, touch, shabachalagov. Ela shekal arba shem echad But all of them fall under the general umbrella rubric of touch. But they could be further divided into maisa, halicha, tashmish, Mishosh. And they all trace back to the heart, as opposed to... So in other words, even though there are four kinds of touch, they're all rooted in the sense of touch. But the four types of senses of the head, each one has an independent gateway and place in the brain. Shmiya has a special gateway from the ear to the brain. Ria has a special gateway from the eye to the brain. Smell has a special gateway from the nose to the brain, taste from the tongue to the brain. Therefore, in the Shalroish, each one has a special bias, can I get the special gateway that each sense has? But the Shalyad, that we uh, demonstrate the connection between the lave and the sense of touch, only has one gateway, even though it can be broken up into four parts. In fact, the Gra in the Adaras Eliyahu says that these four subdivisions of touch are, which are Maisa, Asiya, Shimush, and we're going to see the Halicha are Rashi Teva is Maisa. Says the Gra Yadu Kinyani Adamim Gimel Dvarim. Man has three parts to him Dibur, Maisa, Machshava, speech. Action, thought. But Maisa has many subdivisions. So you have Halicha. The four kinds of Maisim are Mishush Baguf, the touching of the body, the body could touch. Asiya, with the hands. Shimush, Halicha, Rashi Tevois, Maisa, 
Maisa stands for Mishush Asiya Shimush Halicha. On that note, we're going to take a 30 second break um, for some uh, hydration. Give me one second. <coughs> Okay, so this is the uh, amazing revelation based on the Mate Moshe and the Elia Rabbah and the Rosh and the Gra in the Biure Agados and the Adaras Eliyahu, namely the Tefillin Shalroish correspond to the four senses, which are very separate and therefore they're represented by four separate Batim as opposed to touch, which even though it could be further divided, into Asiya, Shimush, um, excuse me, Mishush, Asiya, Shimush, and Halicha, but they're all rooted basically in one, and therefore they're uh, connected to one particular bias. Now, please take a look at number 10, in the Ruach Chaim of Reb Chaim Velazhner. says Reb Chaim, Shamati Me'admar, I heard from the great a uh, mentor, the Grand Noy Saint Tamleshvach, he's given a very uh, praiseworthy reason. Allah share hatfila shal roish mefuredes arba batim. Why the tefillah shal roish is broken into four parts? Vatfila shal yad mechuberes yachad, and the tefillah shal yad is connected together. Vahatam kibaroishish dalad chushim riyashmiya riach and dibur, and they're all separate. Ears to listen, eyes to see, tongue to speak. A nose to smell. By the way, all of these senses exist by the Creator. God also has these levels. When we say God could see, smell, and so forth, they are in the Bechina of the Svirois. In man's body, there are four senses. Like Chazal say, the lave understands, the kidneys give counsel. The spleen grinds <clears throat> and touch, but they're all connected on the outside. All of these senses exist in the spheroids. We find in the Pasuk, Ene Hashem, Ozne Hashem, Libi, Yad Hashem. These are all referring to the spheroids, Al-Yoynois. And the reason the Torah writes it that way is, Lesaber Es Ha'oizen, to allow us to process al mashal in a manner of parable and therefore um, and with this David comes to be disparage those who worship Abaydazara when David says Pelo they have a mouth and they don't speak. Ratsaloimar if they're a God then it's an embarrassment that they have a mouth and they don't speak. So the first embarrassment is what God has a mouth. <clears throat> but to add insult to injury, it's even worse that they have a mouth and they can't speak. <speaking> in the Shalroish, <Hebrew> they're separate. <speaking> in the <Hebrew> they're separate. 
connected the four chushim that are in the body and they're all considered chativa achas. Okay. Now, when the Gemara talks about the tefillin of Hashem, it's a reference to Hashem being mashpia shefa from the spheroids el By the way, the idea that we have five chushim is marumas in the karbanis of the nesiyim, atudim chamisha, kivasim shana chamisha, keneged hamizbeach, which is archai chameshamais, rachbai chameshamais, or keneged the five hargashais, which the manuscript says are the five uh, senses. Now, says Rabbeinu B'chaye in the Karakamach, from the wonders of the creation of man, that God opens up in this great palace, in this great edifice, five gates. Man is a great edifice, but what what is his interface with this world? Five gates. And each one of these gates has five gatekeepers. The five gates are the five uh, organs that allow for sense, the eyes, the ears, the nose, the tongue, the hands. The gatekeepers are the senses, which are <clears throat> sight, hearing, smell, taste, and touch. But here Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says something amazing. All of these honorable senses, are all in the chief which is the choices part of the body. Aside from touch, which is designated for the hands, and then it spreads to the whole body. It's also on the head. Touch is only sensed from one guf to another. Now, these five senses... Three of the senses are spiritual. Sight, listening, smell. Two of them are physical. Right? In other words, sight is an intangible ability. Smell is intangible. Smell is intangible. So sight, excuse me, listening and smell. Taste and touch are physical. Vem hatam. Wisdom dictates, God's supernal wisdom dictates that the majority of our senses are spiritual senses. Sight, listening, and smell. The majority of our senses are spiritual and the minority, taste and touch, are physical. It's to teach that in the creation of man, man's physical component should be dominant. And because of the great spiritual capacity of these three senses, sight, listening, and smell, we find these senses used in reference to God. God saw. Vayar Hashem. Vayishma Hashem. God heard. Vayar Hashem. God smelled. But by the other two physical senses, 
they're never ascribed to God. Never will you find God tasted. Never will you find God touched. Why? We have five senses. Three are spiritual. Since the majority are spiritual, that indicates that we are created to be spiritual beings. The three spiritual senses are associated and ascribed to God. But taste and touch are never ascribed to God. And whatever hano we get in this world, we make a bracha. Now, here's the real... Rabbi, what about it, too? It says in the, in the parsha, Etzba Elohimi. Does that imply touch? Etzba Elohimi. Etzba Elohimi. You tell me, it's not saying God touched, right? It's not saying He felt. It's the finger of God. So you're right, it does use a reference that limb, but it doesn't reference that sense. <clears throat> now we cite another amazing Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar. Um Telling what Joe just mentioned, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says that we have five fingers. The Gemara Ksubas, and I believe Hayomid Bey says, the significance of the five fingers. Zares, Kamitsa, Ama, Etzba, Koidal. The Zares measures the Zares of the Choshen. Kamitsa, that's where you take the Kamitsa off on the Karamincha. Ama, from the tip of the finger to the elbow, um, measure to, to the, the length of the arm is the Ama. Etzba are measuring the Etzbois. In Shiurim, and Goidal is also a Shir. Well, says Rabbeinu Bechaye, each one of the five fingers is a attendant of one of the five senses. When someone has something on their mouth, they usually use their thumb to wipe it off. The thumb is the a servant of the mouth. So, if something stuck in your ear, the only finger that fits is the pinky. Someone has something in their eye, they usually use the thumb, uh, the, this finger. I don't remember what it's called in English, but in Lashon HaKodesh, it's the Kamitsa. The, um, if somebody wants to touch something, the widest and tallest finger is the Ama. That's for the sense of touch. If you have something stuck in your nose, don't do it in public. But, this, that finger is designated for the nose. And um, then you have the thumb again for your mouth. Now now we know that before you use any fingers and you want to put them anywhere, it's always recommended to use some Purell before you do so, so you don't transmit any of the billions of monsters on your uh, finger anywhere that you need to. Um, likewise, when you're finished doing whatever you need to do, also recommended to use this. They last forever. I don't know anybody who ever used an entire bottle of these things. They, I have this, uh, you know, it's been here for 20 years already. So, anyway, so you have five fingers. Each one of these five fingers corresponds to one of the five senses. Comes, I'll tell you the truth. This, uh, Rabbeinu Bechaye is quoted by a Sefer Shmua Toiva. That's quoted by the Sefer Halakach the Halibov of Rabbi Avram Shor. Now I happen to quote this piece in the Hanukkah Sefer, the light and the and the uh, splendor. And Rabbi Avram Shor called me because it wasn't quoted accurately. So let's say it accurately now. 
The Rabbeinu B'chayi says in Parashat Tzav, the five fingers correspond to the five senses. Comes the Holy Sefer, Shmua Toiva, and he says that if you take the Gematria of Yad, Goidel, Etzba, Ama, Kmitsa, Zeres, you get the Gematria 1118, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Eloikeinu, Hashem Echad. The gematria of hand plus five fingers is the same gematria as Shema Yisrael, Hashem Eloikeinu, Hashem Echad. And that might be another reason why when we say Shema, we cover our eyes with the five fingers. The message being that when we're saying Shema, we are pledging to subjugate and to subordinate our senses to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Being Mekabel Omach Shamayim, it's not enough just to say I'm going to fulfill all the mitzvahs, but one has to recognize God's sovereignty over all five of our senses. And therefore we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echad, we're pledging to subjugate the Zeres, the Kmitzah, the Amal, the Etzvah, and the Goidal, which are Ro'os, Shema, Tam, Reach, um, and all those, and all the five senses, um, so now, we could offer a new explanation in what Ula means in the Gemara Brachas and Because we learned that the main purpose of the Tefillin, we have four batim in the head to subjugate sight, smell, hearing, and, and, and taste. We have one bias in the hand to subjugate touch. And we wear the Tefillin to be Meshabed, our senses to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is likewise what we do when we say Shema. When we say Shema, we're Makabal Omach Shamayim, and we're subjugating our senses to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, someone who says Shema and he's pledging his to subjugate his senses to Hashem, but he doesn't want to wear the tefillin, which aids and assists one to be Meshabed his senses to Hashem. He's like being Meir Edus on himself. He's saying, "Yes, I want to subjugate my my Chushim to Hakadosh Baruch Hu." But he's not wearing the tefillin, which assists in that pursuit. So that might be another dimension of what Chazal mean. Kalakore Shema Beloy Tefillin Keilu Meir Edos Shakar Beatzmai. As the Masil Susharm teaches us, that it's not enough for one's masim to be clean and pure, but we need to make sure that our chushim, our senses, are clean from. In propriety, and as these parshios, parshios of shoivavim, are the parshios that we endeavor to work on, uh, the subjects of kedusha and purity. So we have uh, the mitzvah of tefillin, davka, in these weeks to help us in our our avoda of guarding our eyes, guarding our ears, guarding our nose, guarding our mouth, and our sense of a touch through the aid of the mitzvah of tefillin. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And feel better, Rebbe. Thank you. Wishing everybody a great day. Okay, oh, Shkoyah. Right. Thank you. Yeah, Bezit Hashem. Thank you. We'll see everybody 5.30. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I'm good. Don't worry. Shkoyah. Thank you. Oh, Shkoyah. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs>